Welcome back. We are here. Uh, GPS to God, we're glad you're with us. Daniel Sanders, Stefano Patterson, Brandon Shanks, and Mr. Andrew Phillips back with us. Make sure you check out the website, gpstoguide.com. You can email us, mailroom at gpstoguide.com. All that cool kind of stuff. If you listened before, you know all that. So we're, we're, there's the spiel. There's the opening spiel. We are glad you're here. Thanks for coming. We got two new guys in here that were not here last week, so we got to jump Dude. straight on it. Yeah. I need, <laughs> hopefully, some reinforcements. Actually, oh, three new man. three new people here. You're bringing this again. Absolutely. You just, oh, man. Absolutely. You just let things, you got to let things go, man. If, if I am outnumbered this one, You're I, don't know, get this I don't know that I will uh, concede, really, but I will not bring it up anymore. <laughs> I can't believe you're this. This is his last stand. <laughs> oh, mercy. Are Funyuns, do you, do you all know what Funyuns are? Well, yes, yeah. sir. Are yeah. Funyuns chips would you consider funyuns to be chips or no i'll tell you which side of the argument we land on after you give your answers i'm gonna say no okay i'm, I'm a strong no strong no yeah we're, we're go back behind the cameras there are funyuns chips you can give us a head nod or we got a yes <laughs> from behind the cameras <laughs> i was outnumbered last week for the Four to one. You are. I am a strong no. You're okay. All right. You As Andrew said, I like that. A strong no. <laughs> Fano obviously was on the other side of this argument. I was. I'm surprised. I, I really was. thought I really I thought was. me and Fano were going to be linked on that. I mean. So here's my I, argument. You, oh, you want to give yours first? No. No. Ball means. <laughs> no. Ball means. If you say, please bring me some chips or whatever, or, or somebody offers you chips, and you'll say, yeah, I'll take some chips. They don't come back with Funyuns. If they came back with fun, you'd be like, no, I wanted chips. I didn't want Funyuns. That is my, like, that's my argument. That's what I stand on right there. Like, if I had, hey, can I have some chips? You're not going to get you, You're not going to get Funyuns. You're going to get Doritos. You could get Lay's. Doritos, Lay's, Pringles, any flavor of those. Correct. Those are all chips. They've got a hundred of them, but. Yes. You know. it's but, meant to be thin and crunchy. Yeah. So. My. Defend your position. Okay. My thing is that. It comes in the if you get it like a variety pack at the store, you know Funyuns are gonna. Gerald's with me. Okay. Funyuns are gonna be part of that variety pack. I mean, you're gonna get your Doritos, you're gonna have your Fritos, and you're gonna have you know Funyuns. Also thought of something else. You go to concession stand, and chips. I mean, sometimes you'll get a Funyun there. There's not like a separate thing on the little marquee that says chips and then fun well it's because know, so. they bought your variety pack that's okay. why but, but but if you if it comes in a variety pack of chips like i said I think, last week the only reason they put it in that variety pack is because no one would buy it otherwise so they gotta <laughs> put it in there i mean you can get, go you to want, get the exposure out there you want to go bit. with the other ones that you that you that I you don't also remember the other ones you said that pringles or no i said Pringles are not a, not a chip. No, that wait, that, wait. So okay, that was misconstrued. Or not a chip. No, I didn't. I don't know about it, the Fritos. The, you the, said Fritos. The Pringles thing was taken out of context, or I didn't explain myself. <laughs> well. <laughs> Pringles are chips. Boy, you're back in this now, <laughs> no, 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 boy. Because then I said Pringles themselves, they cannot legally claim they are a chip. They, if you look on their packaging, they do not say chips because they are like a. a mash everything down into a powder and then form it. So they are a form they can't call themselves chips because they are a formed thing. But they are chip I said Pringles are chips. 
if, if I say that. if if I ask for chips and somebody brings me Pringles, I got chips. Okay. But right. legally, if you look at them, they say they cannot call themselves chips. That's just a Pringles legality. That's a lawyer thing. That's a lawyer. But a lawyer they are thing. chips. Yeah. You yeah. said Fritos. You mentioned Fritos. Too. I think y'all Even though about Fritos, Fritos says like chip on the package. Yeah, those yeah. are definitely it, chips. Yeah. Now, if you want to go Cheetos, I feel like we could make a strong case. Oh, boy. Yeah, that Cheetos. We talked Cheetos about Cheetos. I think we talked about Cheetos. Still too. in the variety pack, man. They are in the variety pack. Yeah, big time. They, they are I mean, their they're, own they're, they're, snack. They're, it's idol. a staple. They are. The I just, pack. I just feel like when if you want Cheetos, you would never tell somebody, "Can you grab me some chips?" You <laughs> right. would be like, I, I, I need some Cheetos." Cheetos. Yeah. 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 I hear you. I mean, that's that's strong. Man, yeah. I thought so for I just, sure. I thought for sure that they would not. You might even say, "I want hot Cheetos." Like you might even get that specific, <laughs> right? Flaming yeah. hot, Flame, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or I want crunchy Cheetos. I want the puff. Like, right. That's a whole. Right. Yeah, they're, they're a genre themselves. I feel like they are, but are. but the Funyuns, I I can't. It's not a chip. It's I don't a, like Funyuns. Truth be told, they're, they're I don't either. I couldn't so, even yeah. tell you the last time I ate a Funyun. No. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they're chips. Gotcha. So, it's all good, man. I got a little reinforced. I you feel did. a little bit better. You came now. strong, man. I feel a little came bit strong, better. man. I'm, I'm sure. Did. I'm sure Ryan was a yes. They were all. I was the only yes. one that said they are not chips. Yeah, myself, of, Ryan, and Zach. Zach yeah. and oh, well. producer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who, yeah. We, we can't name them yet because we we're waiting. We we're still in <laughs> negotiations with our producers. But gotcha. Uh, <laughs> There's legal tape. We we, we are yeah, glad exactly. they're here. Exactly. Yeah, we are glad they're here. Exactly. But uh, all right, I feel a little bit better. That, that's all that matters. That argument does not have to mind. end. <laughs> <laughs> We're still good. All right, Brandon, you are the elder statesman here. All right, yes, I am. So we're we're gonna give a little test here about today's slang. Okay, some slang from from what the kids are talking about today. We we hit on this a little bit last week. We but, did. All right. I've got a list today. So we're going to oh, I'm going goodness. to give you a couple. This is a test. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. I I'll, I'll test all of you, but you know, Brandon being the oldest, you know, it's really against you. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. Stefano cheated last week cuz he I hang he he hangs out with the teenagers. That. I don't I don't, I don't think. He didn't, he didn't he didn't cheat, but he knew what it, what it meant. <laughs> okay. He was the only one that came into the room knowing what this meant. But he hangs out with teenagers. So. Gotcha. <laughs> ghosted. Do you know what ghosted means? No, I do if not. If I was to say, Fano ghosted me. I do not know that. I'm you do not know that? No. Andrew, you good on that one? Yeah, I'm good on that one. Fano, you're good. Mm-hmm. So ghosted means you just get ignored. If you send... if. If I say Fano ghosted me, it means I sent him a text or something, and he zero he, replies, he zero, nothing. Yeah. nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> so All right. just ghosted. All he right. he disappeared on you. You you might have already answered this. Left on red. Right. Yeah. That's going to be if you have an iPhone, then you just you glance at it or my phone and and just leave it there. Don't slide over there. Leave it unread. Kind. Yeah. I mean, I guess. So if if you have an app or whatever or text message and it tell you can tell if someone has read you send them a text Correct. and it says read or seen, yes, and they don't reply back, you were left on red. Red left on red, yep. right? Yeah, I got that one. All right, this is one from last week that we talked about that I had no idea before I heard it about two days before the podcast we recorded. Cap or no cap? No if, clue. You heard that one. So if uh, 
let's say you, you, you say a statement, whatever the statement is. And I say, well, that's no cap. Do you have any idea? I mean, what? I could make an educated guess, but no, I'd, I've not used that before. What, what's your guess? I mean, the, I would, no I would, one knew this, but final. This is the one he knew. I mean, that's. I mean, I just feel like if it's cap, would refer to like speaking in all caps, like an exclamation. It would be my guess, or no caps would be not exclamation. Something that's not as important. That that Makes is, sense. A, but that there sense might not be a logical. Very, yeah, that is a, not a logical. Thing really, really logical. Yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> right. very logical. It, Gerald, you got? Have you heard cap or no cap? He's he's like, nah, I'm out of here. Lie or no lie? Like that's the truth or that's not? If I say, oh, I no clue. Yeah. yeah, if I say that's cap, that's the truth, yeah. or no, right? Yeah, tell me. Did no I get it backwards? Means no, no cap. Lie. Yeah. No cap is mean. Let's no lie. That's the truth. Cap. So why don't they just say no lie? I mean, why does anybody <laughs> you can make ask it? Brett, <laughs> Brett, yeah, Brett I, and Reese Morrow. Yeah. Okay, all right. Those are my so yeah. So my it, sources. So if I keeps if me I, hip. If I say I hit three home runs in a softball game, you're like, man, that's cap. Like, that's a lie. Uh, all or right. That, or that's all cap. Or that's that's eight caps. Or what? It, like you just told eight lies. <laughs> all right. That's okay. no, noob. Noob. N o o b. Noob. I don't even think I know that. You don't know that no, one. I don't know that. Yeah. One. I don't. No. So this is from the YouTube generation, the Minecraft, the online games. Noob. A newbie, a rookie, rookie, someone who is okay, okay, like inexperienced at what they are doing. You are a noob. Noob. Okay. Yes. Last right. one. This one I think is probably I don't know. My my son watches a lot of YouTube videos, so I hear some of these quite a bit. But yeet, yeet. <laughs> like y e e t. Y e e t. Yeet. Sometimes said with a little more yeet, like it can be. <laughs> this kind of is a dual meaning a little, but uh, like yeet. you can be excited when you like. This can be an excitement kind of thing when you say. You got this one. Crickets. You, your kids still. Uh, do you <laughs> eat yet? That's, no, that, that's, that's a redneck that's Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So time. yes on that meaning. <laughs> But no, in the in today's <laughs> slang, no. Any guesses? No. No. So it, your son used this. He doesn't really use it okay. that I know. I mean, he might use, but okay. I've never heard him say it. But okay. he he would definitely know what it means. But excitement, so you could be excited and say yeet, or when you throw something with force, be like yeet and throw it with force. That's All today's righty. language, kids. Oh my goodness! Oh, the youth! Well, yeah. the youth the I'm youth. glad I'm 48. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> just use regular words. <laughs> if you hear people saying these terms, now you know you're educated. You're. Uh, do you th- want? Do you want one more? Let's get one more. Oh, yeah. One more. Okay. <laughs> Bonus. And so this one, this one I think is incredibly difficult <laughs> because we used it, but it's been taken. And the meaning's been changed. But period. Hmm. Uh, I don't. Period. I mean, I would just say, like, that's the final period. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. That's what right. you would think. That's right. how it's been used for a long time. Yes. But it's been hijacked. So been hijacked. And apparently good. it doesn't mean that anymore. Okay. It means, like, like good or cool or awesome. Like, it becomes like, hmm. oh, yeah, I like that, or that looks good, period. Huh. Interesting. All by itself. You don't have to say that looks good, period. You just say period. 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 Hmm. 
Andrew okay. coming strong. No, that's, strong. that's a good one. That is very strong. Not for my own use. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Because I'd use it wrong, for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Phil Hip. Yeah, I feel now I won't remember I won't half of these. Use yeah, all no. this stuff. But. Ghosted. I use ghosted. I've said ghosted. Yeah. Um Ghosted. That one's not that one might that's probably not quite as new. No, no. It's yeah. like, you know, we've Absolutely. used that one. So yeah. Uh, noob and Yeet, I only know those because of YouTube videos that my son gotcha. watches. The cap and no cap, I had no idea what that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Was listening to a, a podcast and somebody explained it on there. I was like, I've never heard that. Hmm. But I've since heard it once or twice since there then. There you go. But uh, yeah. You should there go home and use all this to, to Carter just to see. Yeah. Just to get the. He'll be like, don't, don't ever say exactly, that. Exactly, yeah. Don't ever say that. He's going to be like, no. It's a quick way to know that they're going to come up with some new words. Yes. Yes. That's, That's what happens. He will never use it again. Yep. If yeah. he hears you say it. If you Google slang words, new slang words, or there, you'll see these, and you'll see some others. These are the safe ones that we can talk about. Oh, yeah, nice. I'll say. I'm sure there's other ones. Sure, it takes yeah. a turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, one thing that happened to me, I'll give this, and then we'll get into a more serious topic maybe, but... I was at Walmart Pharmacy the other day, just picking up some over-the-counter allergy medicine. It was 127. Well, when I looked at my phone, it was 127. I'd been standing there for a minute or two already. The lady, they're all back there. There's four people just hustling about. Finally, the pharmacist says, are you here to drop off or pick up? I said, I just need some allergy medicine. She said, oh, we can't sell you that right now because we're getting ready to close for lunch. Mm. I said, well, what time do you close? She said, 1.30. That's when I looked at my phone. It was 1.27. Right. Mm. They didn't budge? I, I mean, I left it. I was like, what time do you open again? I, I didn't want to. <laughs> sure. I thought about getting into a big deal. I was like, it's 1.27. Mm, it's right. not 1.30. You're, but I didn't because I, I didn't nice. think I could stay nice in doing that. Understood. I just wonder how long does it take to ring up some allergy medicine? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, you make sure you had to have your license for one thing. Probably, yeah, but I was the only that. person. There was they were not wow. waiting on anybody. Right. When I walked up, there was nobody there. I was like, I mean, I've bought this stuff before. It takes a minute. Yeah, it's got less yeah. than three not, minutes. Yeah. I'm pretty confident. <laughs> yeah, I'll guarantee I, it. I mean, I was like, this is terrible customer service. Yeah. Terrible, yeah. like y'all could still be at lunch I, and sell me my allergy medicine. Yeah. I thought there's four <laughs> of you here. How long? I mean, yeah. Yeah. what do you have they to can't. do to prepare? We were getting ready for lunch. Yeah. Getting ready to close for lunch. Like, it's be a big lunch. Big deal. Yeah, yeah exactly. All you got to do is important. drop the metal curtain and you're at lunch. <laughs> Did right. they drop the curtain before you? After left? I walked away, she's like, <laughs> "Let's go ahead." And I was like, oh "Terrible God. customer service," I thought, and a terrible example to her pharmacy techs. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Leader, that was a poor leadership example. I thought it is. Was could, I it, wrong when in that thinking? No, no, no absolutely no. not. Because no, there's going to be a line at the microwave anyway. She could have gone ahead and sent a couple of people to start <laughs> yeah. warming up their lunch. Exactly. Yeah. Very true. Very true. I was. I was. Will you go dis- back? Oh, I went. I, will you go back to that? I mean, I can't say. Will I'll you never give it another back. shot? But on that one, I was, and I, was, I could have. I was on my way to get some lunch myself, mm. and I was like, I can go eat lunch and then come back. I was like, No, nah, I'm going somewhere else. Oh yeah, good for you. Because <laughs> I, I bought some other stuff at Walmart, mm. so I was getting the allergy medicine, going to check out. Go to, I checked out. I was like, Man, I'm going to Walgreens, Kroger. I'm going somewhere else. 
they lost my 20 bucks or whatever it was. Exactly. <laughs> they will yeah. never notice that $20. Oh, well, no, but no. the principal, they yes. lost my $20. They got my other That's $40 from the other stuff I bought. <laughs> but they probably made more money off of than the allergy yeah. medicine. Yeah. Probably so. But I was like, was I wrong in that, thinking that was poor no. on her part? No, it's terrible. No. Yeah. Yeah. No good. I know Phillips Insurance Agency would not run any <laughs> any business like that. <laughs> state, no. of the, state of the bitter end. Yeah. State I of mean, the bitter end. It's, that was, I felt like we had a similar situation uh, a few days ago. The phone was ringing. It was near closing time. And the guy that works out front said, you know, should I answer that? Hmm. <laughs> so this is a rhetorical question. <laughs> you know the answer. Yeah, yeah, Why are you asking me? Yeah, no. don't ask. You know the answer. Yeah. Answer, answer, answer the phone. The phone. Yeah, That's pick exactly it up right. before yeah. it before it stops ringing. Go ahead and pick it up. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. 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 bad question. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. You've it wasted is. two or three rings in this process yeah. right by yeah. asking. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, sure yeah. enough. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm. People don't want to work. This was a like. I don't know how old this lady is. I would guess she is probably fifty years old, close to it. So she should, no, she should know she, better. Stuck she in grew ways. up. She grew up knowing better. Yeah, stuck absolutely. in the ways. Mm. Oh well, not everybody can be top shelf like us. Got a bunch of noobs running around <laughs> out there. Noobs. <Just laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. that was good use. Oh, was is there bonus yeah. points for using the slang words? That's right. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let's uh, get some bonus points here. We're gonna we're so happy to have Andrew back. He was here just an episode or two ago, talking about uh, uh, Enneagram. enneagrams. I had to Pronounced think of how well. to say it. That's yeah. good. I don't. Yeah, man, it took me about five seconds to get it, but I got it. Yeah, that's uh, good. Personality kind of things on that one. Totally different topic. Not really, but totally different. Going a different direction today. Going to do some discipleship. Absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about discipleship. So. And, uh, you know, who knows what else will happen the rest of this episode. But that's where we're going to start. <laughs> we're going to start there. Yep. So, and, I mean, what is what are you passionate about in discipleship or what kind of um, makes it interesting to you? Well, I would say um, a couple of things. Uh, first, kind of maybe clarifying what it is and then just kind of how it's impacted my life. Um but I feel like step one is finding out, like, what what do you think when you hear the word discipleship? Like, what comes to mind? And obviously, I can't go first because, you know, you have the, I've got some of the answers. The answer. Yeah. yeah. But just, I mean, that's that's kind of like where I like to start with a lot of people is saying, you know, what what do you think of? Because I, I know that me personally, I spent a lot of my life having misconceptions about it. So... Mm. I don't know who wants to, to Brandon, jump on it. Brandon is like, why did I get roped into today? I'm getting <laughs> well, tested did, left, did, right, center. I did like, bring some notes here. So. He, he did yeah. know. Yeah, he, did. He, he knew exactly. what we were talking yeah, about today. Us. And so. I appreciate you sending me that. But uh, so. he's like, man, test after test over here. These guys are brutal. But what was the question? What, I don't what do you think? What what do you comes think to, when you hear the word discipleship, like what are just like first things that come to mind? Being together with like-minded I guess it could yeah. be. In, I guess believe in anything, but yeah, uh, like being around like-minded people. I would say that's yep. the first thing that kind of comes. I mean, I would think go and make disciples would pop in my head that saying, but I don't know if I would. I don't know if I've thought about like I, what is disciple like. What does that mean? Go and make disciple. How do you do? You got to be of a certain level, right? 
to go and make somebody else right. kind of mm-hmm. follow you. Like a pharmacist think, closing at 127, <laughs> right. bringing people yeah. down. Yeah, You know, I think of, you got to have some kind of plan. There's got to be there's got to be a plan when you're when you're discipling this person, it might be different compared to discipling this other person. So you got to have a plan for each for each person. I mean, it, they the different you got completely different backgrounds, and then you got for different people. So you got you got to have some kind of there's got to be some kind of plan to it. You mm-hmm. just don't want to go into it. You know, you got to figure out exactly what you what you want to do. You know. Um, mm-hmm. That would be important to me if I was going to disciple somebody. You got to have a plan, and uh, you know that plan could be diving into God's Word. You, know, you might that plan could be New Testament or Old Testament. You know, you got it depends on depends on what you got to figure out what what the person what the person's needs are, and then go plan it out from there. So that that would be sort of. There's more to it, I'm sure, but that that would be what I would think it would be. You got to have some kind of plan. So one of the things that I, I find interesting is the Great Commission verse. We've all heard a million times. Uh, Matthew twenty eight nineteen. It says, "Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit." And have you ever thought about the fact that Jesus says, "Go and make disciples." He doesn't say, "Go and make Christians." I feel like there's a huge distinction there. No, I agree. And I just think that for me, um, one of the misconceptions that I had about discipleship for a long time is I thought discipleship is for a new believer. Mm-hmm. In my head, like I just had mm-hmm. this mentality that the way the Christian life works is you become a believer, you get discipled, and then you live the rest of your life. Like there, it's almost like, you know, of, you know, accepting Jesus as Lord and Savior, you're going to spend six to eight weeks getting discipled, getting some materials, being shown the way, and then you're kind of left to run the race for the rest of your life. And it was just like, that's just what you do. Discipleship is for young believers. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of what I thought. Um, but at no point is that what Jesus really says. You know, uh, it just says go and, and make disciples. It doesn't say go and make them for a little while. Go and make them for eight weeks. You know, so I don't, there's just, I, I felt like, and I don't know why I came up with these things, but I don't think I was alone. Right. No, no I no. think that's very, oh, I mean, no, that's that echoes my thoughts completely. and perceptions. And I think that's a pretty common stereotype oh, uh, or yeah. pretty common way of believing. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Uh, not a stereotype. It's pro- it's truth. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. That you just think that you get to some point and that you. Well, graduate from being yeah. right. discipled or right. you don't need to right. be discipled anymore. Yeah. Right. Well, if it's you kinda, get to a certain age or right. point. Well, yeah. I think it's kind of, we bring a new Christian on somebody who's new and disciple them to a point. And then it's like, all right, you're on your own. Yeah, right. right. You know mm-hmm. how to swim now, go swim yeah. and fight yeah. the waves yourself and all that kind of yeah. stuff. That's true. We almost, it's almost like a class, I think, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. We look at it as, okay, we, have, we need a discipleship class to help people. And then once they graduate out of the class, then they're good to go. They're good, yeah. right. And so for me, like I said, that was just a, a thought that I had. And so I remember when Robbie Gallaty was hired at Long Hollow, mm-hmm. um, he came in talking about discipleship. And I immediately thought, I don't need this <laughs> because I've been a believer for a long time. I mean, at this point, you know, I'm at a 
stage of my life where I've been a believer for many, many years. I'm serving in the church. I'm giving. I'm trying to read God's Word on a daily basis. So I'm thinking like, all right, that's something that maybe I needed years ago, but I'm good now. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, I just was immediately hesitant because I thought, that's no, just for somebody else. I didn't think it was for me. Well, that I mean, you just say kind of what I said from a first-person point of view. Like, yeah. I'm not new. I'm doing this on my own. Like, I'm supposed sure. to be. Yeah. It's like Christianity in a bubble. Like, that's kind of how mm. I felt. Like, I'm living my Christian life. This is me in my little bubble. Like, I'm doing my thing. Like, it doesn't matter what anyone else does. Like, this is just this is just me, and that's how I'm doing. It's like I'm being cooked like in this little bubble and God's going to hopefully mature me in this process, you know, but I felt like I was on an Island and that's just how I thought that's just what the Christian life is. It's, uh, and so when he first started talking about that, I, again, like I said, I just didn't think it was, it was for me. And, you know, I was of the the thought process is okay. Discipling is what young believers need. You know, that's what you do for them. Like maybe, maybe I should, you know, consider doing this so that I can, just disciple somebody else. I didn't stop for a moment and think that I needed to be discipled. Yeah, like it just didn't my, cross my mind. It right. sounds really arrogant to say, <laughs> no, but no, it just didn't. Not yeah, it just yeah. didn't cross my mind. Again, I just thought that was for somebody else. And so, you know, as a, I was a deacon at the moment. And so like as a deacon, you know, when your pastor starts to say, this is something that we need to do. This is something that's important. I want to push this. You feel inclined to get involved. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like it's an expectation sure. level. Right. Yeah. And so reluctantly, very reluctantly, I joined a discipleship group. It was brand new from scratch. And I mean, all of them were at this point. And so I didn't think I was going to get anything out of it. Didn't think it was for me, but I thought I'll be a good Christian boy, a good deacon. Let me do the thing I'm supposed to do. Yeah, Let me set the right example. I mean, let me check just, this box. Yeah, really, <laughs> in a lot of ways, yeah. checking a box, yeah. thinking, let me just do this because it's going to look good and it's going to show support for the new pastor. And then, you know, I, I figured it would fizzle. I really did. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't expect is for it to radically change my Christian life. And that is to me, that's why I'm passionate about discipleship is because I went in it with no expectations. And honestly, um, a poor attitude, mm-hmm. but it didn't matter because like once God got me in that environment, he started working on my heart mm-hmm. and it was just crazy. And I, like I said, the whole thing flipped and I realized that although I, we we're called to make disciples and we should be discipling others, but we need to be discipled as well. Mm-hmm. Like yes. it's, it's both, it's both at the same time. Yes. And I think that for me, that was something I hadn't even given any thought to. Because, like I said, I thought it was for somebody else, not for me. Yeah. You know, but you start to look at some of the biblical examples and you start to think of how how that process works. And, like, most of the people that we look to in scriptures, we see that there were people pouring into their life. Mm -hmm. I mean, they were pouring into other people's lives Mm -hmm. while people were pouring into theirs. And it's something that works together. It's, It's community. And I don't know why. I thought for so long that the Christian life was meant to be kind of a solo thing, mm. wow. but yeah. it's not. It's meant to be mm. lived with others in conjunction with people, kind of like all pulling together in the same direction. So you mentioned being kind of in a bubble, which I think is a good um, way to describe it. Do you think we isolate ourselves in that way? As, you know, If we're a, an older Christian or somebody who's been walking that path for a long time to keep from 
sharing sin or mm. shame or like putting our own mistakes and, and faults out there to other people. For sure. Like, I think for me personally, that would be a thing. Like, yeah. I will help you all day long, but I don't need your help. I don't need you to help me with this thing I'm struggling with. Right. right. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. That's one of the big things about discipleship is when you start to like really drill down to like what what does it look like? Because like Brandon, what you were saying is is absolutely spot on earlier. Is you it's a strategy. It's it's not something that is just thrown together haphazard. Like it's it's a process that you think through. And so like one of the pieces of that strategy is accountability. Because there's no way to have true discipleship and have spiritual growth without any accountability. It just doesn't work. And you have, and it's not something that's fun, right? You know, <laughs> but and you know, and you can't have it with a million people. That's why these groups have to be mm-hmm. small. But nevertheless, like you have to have accountability. And if you can't be vulnerable and share, then you're going to limit what God can do in your own heart. Accountability groups are tough, but you got. I mean, you have to build that trust in those relationships. But then you have to be brutally honest, and you do. You get to a point where you can call someone and say. How are you, or you know, how are you doing with this? Yep. How are you doing with um, lust, gambling, pornography? Like, be direct and to the point. Right. Now, that's not going to be their day one. No. But you have to. I mean, I think that's what we are trying to build towards, mm-hmm. and be direct right. and keep each other accountable <clears throat> with what we struggle with. Right. And I think we also have to like extend accountability out because it impacts more than just that. For instance, like there's accountability in like scripture reading. You know, so one of the things about a group is that, like, you know, you're going to meet and there's an expectation that everyone has read the Bible passages for that week. So that's accountability that you're showing up. It's not like, okay, if I skip this week, nobody knows. No, everybody knows. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, and there's accountability for memorizing scripture. It's it's not just I was busy, I didn't have time. Well, you're going to show up and be the only one that didn't memorize scripture this week. So, again, it's built in accountability into, like, all spiritual disciplines. And that's not to say if you are in an accountability group or you start one that you can't fail. There can be times where you don't memorize or you don't read or whatever the steps you're taking to grow together. But also expect to be held accountable for that. (laughs) And and if I would say if you're not, you're probably not doing it right. Your group is not doing that right. Yeah, That's true. Take an easy way out. Yeah. We, we are all going to fail, sure. the, yeah. but you should be pushed. We're all going to fail, but you yeah. should be pushed, absolutely. How many was in this initial group, so, and did you, yeah, I so mean, I'm I, sure you knew them. Or yeah, Did yeah. you know them? I, or, I did. Okay. Um, not all super well at okay. first, um, just because I didn't have, like, a group that I was just, like, starting. I didn't, like, pick, like, okay, I want these five people to be right. in a group. Like, it was just yeah. kind of like, hey, why don't you guys have yeah. a group? Here's five, six yeah. people. As um, the general game plan, and, and, you know, they don't have to be, like, always specific, but they're good guidelines. But the general idea is kind of like groups of, like, three to six. Mm-hmm. And it's, and it's you know, and it's all, it's like same sex. So it's guys in a group or girls in a group. It's not mixed mm-hmm. gender. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's place for those kinds of groups, too. Right. But, like, for what you're doing in discipleship. And if you want to have accountability, like that's just the only way you're going to be able to have it. It's in a small group. I mean, it's not a sexist thing, but women will feel more comfortable and more open talking with other women. Mm-hmm. Sure. Men the same way than, you know, if it was uh, mixed genders, if I was struggling with lust, well, I may not want to talk about lust with a woman in the room or a couple right. of women in the room, you sure. know? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, there's, I would say, um, 
one of the other things that, that you do look at is, and when it was first kind of brought to Long Haul, I think, you know, what Robbie would talk about was, you know, he had kind of a, a one-year calendar time frame. Now, for me, I kind of took that a little bit more loose. Again, some guidelines need to be specific. Some can be loose. Right, right. Um, you know, I think I think for him and a lot of the groups that, that he's led, it's, it's pretty strict. You know, it's a one year. And then at the end of one year, like the idea is to, is to multiply. Mm-hmm. The idea is like everyone leaves and takes a group of their own. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so for me, like I said, I took that a little bit looser and I felt like I'll, I'll know when groups need to change and adapt. And the people within the group are going to know when they're ready to do something right. different or when it's time when God's leading them. I didn't want to f- necessarily force it. I, you can't, nothing wrong with it. Mm-hmm. But for me, I took a very loose approach because I did, people are going to come into this from different places, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and over the years, there's been some people that were really new to mm-hmm. Christianity. And I don't think that they were going to have been ready if right. I would have just pushed them out of the nest, right. so to speak, after <laughs> one year. I mean, you know, it's just... <laughs> right, exactly. So I... I some of those things, like I said, don't have to be necessarily taken as like a strict rule. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea is to come together as a small group and to have strategic things that you're doing. So for me, there's some of the pieces that I always have involved. There's always going to be scripture readings. Um, there's, you know, lots of different things that you can do with it. I like a, a plan, though. So whether it's a chronological reading through scripture, whether it's something that's New Testament only, whatever it is, like I'll go through a plan and I want to do it start to finish. Um, so there's always going to be Bible reading. There'll always be scripture memorization. Mm-hmm. Typically, there's always like a, a Christian book that we are incorporating, whether it's on a spiritual discipline, like there's been some really good ones that I've done over like prayer. Uh, sometimes it's just walking through what discipleship is at the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um and it's something I've incorporated recently just because I'm passionate about music is that I've incorporated like a worship song of the week. Again, it's just That's trying cool. to have multiple ways for people to engage with God through reading, memorizing, praising him, just trying to have chances for everybody to kind of come together and, and let God speak. And it's just, it's so cool to do that and just watch what God does mm-hmm. and how he speaks through the same passage or the same song in different ways and like different people are encouraged differently and it all comes together and you can kind of share, you share like once a week, you come together, whether it's over like a breakfast or a dinner or whatever it is that works for people's schedules, you come together and you kind of share and it's just awesome to like see God work in different people's mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. So you're going for a year. Let's just use a year. Yeah. Have you ever added things? So we're going to add a song. Let's start listening to a song a week or taking things away or switch things out. Oh Yeah. I think it's good to keep to catch, keep it a little bit fresh in mm. a lot of ways. Um, I don't take a whole lot out only because, um, I don't know, I'm a pusher. And so <laughs> not everyone's group would have to necessarily be like me. Um, right. I don't know. I, I have a hard time not pushing. And so, like, you know, I'm, I, I try to, like, push more, you mm. know, like, let's do yeah. a little bit more. And, and, and I will say, um, uh, from like a scripture reading side, like that's probably a place where when, when Robbie stepped in, one of the things he was saying is, you know, a lot of people get discouraged by a seven day a week reading plan mm. and they miss one day and they're behind and like mm. quickly you lose traction. Right. <laughs> and so we adopt like a five day a week reading plan. Okay. So it's built in to have a couple of off days in case you miss Makes one, sense. life gets crazy you don't feel like you're trying to like cram something in really quick to check a box because that's that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you, you, it's you just, easy to fall into. Oh, right. yeah, you just read it and 
don't pay just to read to it. it. Yeah, just, just to. And yeah. yeah, and I was, yeah. and I, that's probably the area where like God has worked on my heart more than anything else is in Bible reading, because I've been saved for a long time and I've been reading my Bible for a long time because that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but for many many years, I did it because that's what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and I wasn't always looking to gain stuff out of it. Now God would speak, and I had plenty of times that He did, but it was random. I, you know, right. didn't know when it was going to happen. Right. But the idea behind this group is you're going to show up to a meeting one day a week and, you know, throughout those scripture passages, you're supposed to be like highlighting things that are speaking to you. So there is an anticipation that God's going to speak. It's not, will he, maybe he won't, let me flip a coin. It's, I'm going to go into this, I want to pray, and I want God to speak, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to put that in a journal, um, whether that's handwritten or typed out. And I use a little, very, very simple acrostic uh, here, H-E-A-R. And it's highlight is the H. You highlight a verse or some verses that you feel like God's really speaking to or really on your heart. E is the explain. You just take a few sentences to kind of explain what's going on, what's happening, what is this, what is this trying to say. The A is the application. Like, how does this apply to my life? Like, I don't want to just hear something and think, oh, that's really awesome. Like, God, that's, that's so cool what you did like how does it apply to me you know because right, right, i think god's right. in the life-changing business yes and then r is the response like what what should my response be a lot of times that's like a little prayer like god changed my heart all right you know god show me what you want me mm-hmm. to do like you're leading uh you know i love what you had to say today about loving help me love people today like, i want to put it into practice right. basically and so like that little acrostic has done so much for me and it's just changed from where instead of God speaking occasionally through Scripture, like God speaks regularly through Scripture. I look forward. It's not, I don't want to check a box. Like that this doesn't benefit anybody. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. now, like I enjoy like my quiet time. I look mm. forward to it. And I'm like, if it gets interrupted or if I don't get a chance, like I miss it, <laughs> right. you know? Because yeah. I'm like, man, like sure. I, I missed a chance to connect with the God of the mm. universe. Like right. it's how I feel bad. Mm. Oh, sure. I like the breaking it down to today. You, mm. you know, let's not, God, show me how to love somebody today. Like, right. help me to be conscious of this. And you're trying to think of it that day, be conscious of that. Not next week or, you know, change my heart, help me to be, which is an easy thing to do. And it's not necessarily a bad thing to want to mm. become more loving in general. Right. And this is just, we're using love as an example. Yeah. Whatever the case is. But, I mean, we're not promised tomorrow. So, like, today, let me make a change today. But I, yeah. I think that helps put it into practice, too, and you have to be intentional mm-hmm. to put that into practice. And you may miss it. You, you may miss the opportunity or what, whatever the case is. But um, I like the, the bite-sized pieces. I think that's a good, very good suggestion, a very good practice. Yeah. And also breaking it down as well. I mean, especially in a group, like you're saying, you're going to get a different – perspective that you might not have thought if you're just having a quiet time by yourself it's just what you're thinking on a series of verses or something like that so that's pretty cool that you can hear other people's interpretation or something like that because I, I mean I've read verses before and and I've you know been in a room and said well what did you think about it and somebody might say something different I'm like oh never thought of it that way so that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool to have that different eyes on the same verse because there's always going to be something new that comes out of something yeah just so. different different opinions different ways to attack for sure same problem you know funions are chips or not chips you know <laughs> everybody's right. got an <laughs> argument exactly everybody's got an argument but uh 
<laughs> these arguments are helped to build up this, the, a uh, common cause and not for divide sure. for people who <laughs> people who are wrong and people who are right because they know Funyuns are not chips. Right. That's so sorry. true. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Fano. Yeah. It's all good, man. Yeah. It's all good. I Take my say, lumps. The blue shirt guys are wrong, but I'm wearing a blue shirt too. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, where were we before we were rudely just, in, yeah, in just interrupted? The, it's the way that God speaks differently. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it's it's even sometimes just the, the season of life that you're in. For sure. Um, I just feel yeah. like sometimes the Holy Spirit will convict or encourage differently just based off what you've been going through. It's just, it's crazy to think that we mm-hmm. serve a God that can write a book <laughs> so many years ago <laughs> and speak relevantly today in different <laughs> ways and in different seasons it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's mind-blowing yes. you know but that's kind of what he does and it's and it's just cool to just to watch it unfold yes. you know like i said to be in a group and you all know that you read through you know yep. the same handful of chapters <laughs> and like you're gonna come away with so many like different things in different ways that like yes. god was like yeah. pressing on your heart and their hearts and yep. it's just it's fun well it's i mean it's it's a living book too, and it—I mean—it's different than anything else because if you read a, a novel or or whatever book, you know, *To Kill a Mockingbird*. Well, you know what's going to happen, and you know what <laughs> mm-hmm. the characters are thinking, what the characters mm-hmm. are going to do. No matter how many times you read, it, there's nothing really new that strikes you, right? right. If you read that book or any book a hundred times, but you read the same Bible passage a hundred times. Oh. And you might know what it's, you might have that verse memory, but it's going to speak, God is going to speak something new. And something new is like, man, I've read this 20 never, times. And I never noticed that. Yeah. And I've never noticed this, or I never mm-hmm. thought about it like this, never applied it like this. Mm-hmm. No other book in the world, no other, nothing in the world is like mm-hmm. that. No. I mean, do you guys have like a question about like what practically speaking, like what does a group look like? Or I mean, anything like that. So I'll give an example of an accountability group I was in before. We had a list of five or six questions where we would come in every week and we just answer, you know, whatever this question, you know, how how was your Bible reading this week? And we just share, man, I, I, I read the Bible maybe once this week or I was really good, man, I was on it every day. Here's a passage I read. Here's something, you know, that God spoke to me. And we just had five or six different questions, which kept us accountable. It was a good talking point, but we were not really intentional with we're all going to read the same thing this week. Mm. Now, we might have done that, you know, in, in a limited time, but we were kind of living for those six questions, right? right. And kind of, well, I don't want to answer this question like this this week, so I'm not going to do <laughs> that or right. not going to do this or what. So it did kind of put, um, I, I'll say it kind of put a God focus in, in a daily life walk, but it also kind of put a, I don't want to get in trouble focus, mm-hmm. or I don't want to have to explain this focus. If you're being honest, and you can right. always hide whatever you want from your accountability group, but if you're being open and honest, like, I don't want to tell those guys this this week, so I'm not going to do that yeah. right? kind of deal. but. I don't know that there's a right way or a wrong way for any one group, and you might have to switch, but I like the idea of having a plan. Let's all read together. Let's all be on the same instead of just try and read the Bible, and we'll right. come back and talk about it. Yeah. yeah. But that might work for somebody in some groups, but I like being intentional and let's let's do this. Well, you need a strategy. So yeah. for mm-hmm. me, like I, I've, 
I like equating, you know, spiritual discipline to physical discipline. I like, I think it's easy to understand. And so like I've had times in my life that I have had a gym membership with no Mm. plan. All right. And I'm not the only one. (laughs) So you guys have maybe been there too. There's a guy, another podcast I listened to, and this guy had a membership to Planet Fitness for like four years. And he had never been to Planet Fitness. Oh my God. <laughs> he went to sign up, and he's like, "All right, great." And there, and never. I mean, he would get roasted all like, "Have you canceled that membership?" No, I just haven't got it. It's only ten dollars a month. No. Give me ten dollars a month. Exactly. It's yeah. different if you here take yeah. my ten. Like that's true. But Four yeah, years. no plan, no it, it no. Is, yeah, you know, and and I, and even if you like, let's just say the best case scenario in that, because I, you know, I was one of the ones that w- that would go. Now, not all, all the time, but like, mm-hmm. you know, I had my membership. It was solo. There's nobody else attached to it. <laughs> Didn't have any buddies at this stage in life mm-hmm. that were going. And so, I, you know, I had my membership and I would go a couple of times a week and, you know, would do my best to like come up with something, show up and be like, all right, let's, that looks okay. Let's try that today. <laughs> I saw that person doing that last time. That yeah, looked right. like that was getting some results. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I can try that machine. Not hurt myself, you know, but, but it became more of a, more of a drudgery. It was not something that I was longing to do. It was like, oh, okay, I'm going to feel bad about myself if I don't do this after work, you know? So it was more like, I'm, I don't want to, but I'm going to do it because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to feel worse if I don't do it, but I didn't look forward to it. I didn't long to do it. You know, I I didn't feel like I was adding a lot of value. Mm -hmm. And like I said, the best word I could use to describe it was just was drudgery. That's kind of how I looked at it. And I think for a lot of people, it's hard to say it out loud. It feels bad. But like for a lot of people, like spiritual disciplines are drudgery. Yeah. Like reading the Bible is like, ah, oh, I really don't want to. I got a thousand things on this list, but I'll do it because that's what good Christians do. You know, like, and mm-hmm. it's it's so easy for spiritual disciplines to be like that. Well, I don't have time to pray, but I better say a quick prayer because that's what good Christians do. And and things become drudgery because we don't have a strategic plan. And for me, like that's what discipleship gave me and it's helped me pass along to others is it's strategic plans. Like it's not, there's a goal. Like here's what we're doing. We're, we're, we're playing, we're going through this reading plan. We have this in mind. This is not just some haphazard thing where you're just going to show up to the gym and like hope that you get stronger. Mm-hmm. Like it's a plan. It's almost like sitting down with a trainer and the trainer's yeah. saying, okay, Here's how we're going to do it. We're going to change this about your diet. We're going to change this about your exercise. This is going to be week one. We got a different plan for week two. Yeah, like, you know, right. like you, you light up a little bit. You're like, right. okay, I can, I can get on board with that. I can sure. do that. Yeah. And that's why a lot of people have better success with trainers. And from a spiritual perspective, mm-hmm. when you have a strategic plan, that you're walking through with other people, call them trainers, if you will, sure. you know, I think you're going to have a lot better success too. Yeah. Well, if you're in that drudgery mindset of, checking the box to read or pray or whatever it is. Like Fano said, you're just reading, like you're not absorbing right. what you're reading. You're just, I'm reading to read. All right, I got through I got through that one chapter. All right, I'm good. Check that box. And yeah. you're not absorbing. Not no. gaining anything from no. it. No, so yeah. How often do y'all like rotate people in? So, I guess I don't know. It yeah. might be a odd question to ask. So, I'm very loose on those things. And so I don't have like a a timetable. Right. So like when I felt like God has needed to bring someone in to my Mm -hmm. group, I don't care if we're in the middle of a study or if we've just started a book or it doesn't matter. Like if it's time to bring someone in, we bring Bring someone in. Right. And if it's on the other side, if it's, if someone's ready to step out and Mm -hmm. lead a group, 
someone's ready to do their own thing or they feel called to, oh, I see this ministry over here. Right. I want to take this to that ministry. It doesn't matter if we're in the middle of something or not. It's right. it can it's can it's fluid basically. I guess yeah. is the best way to say it. Yeah. And now, some people, like I said, are are a little bit stricter on that. But for mm-hmm. me, I've just always felt like this is not my plan. This is right. going to be God's plan, <laughs> and I'm going to trust Him with the process. It might look a little different, and some people might stay longer than others. But it, right. whatever it is, like God's got a plan not only for my life but for theirs. Of and so I trust Him to handle like the moving in and out. Gotcha. Good deal. I think a lot of people, and I'd like to get your input on this. Uh, what's the difference between discipleship and mentoring? I mean, it, a lot of people might think it's the same. Right. I sort of thought it was the same, but I think there's a difference to it, and I haven't studied it enough to really get it, but I think there's a little bit of difference between discipleship when you're discipleshiping somebody compared to mentoring somebody. Mm. And, um, uh, you know, maybe that's something to look look at at another time. But I, you know, I think we need to look at that uh, maybe in, in some some way and somehow. There's definitely a lot of similarity. I'd say just off the surface, one of the biggest differences is that mentoring is one on one. One on one. You know, right. discipleship is going to be groups of mm-hmm. let's just call it three to six. That's make great. it easy. And mm-hmm. so the idea is it's always going to be multiple, and. Part of the reason is that if you're going to show up on a Friday morning or what, that's how mine have typically always been. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's out of town, that's just not going to be really good. If it's one-on-one, right. I'm showing up to Chick-fil-A by myself. <laughs> you know, I'm eating a solo <laughs> breakfast here, yeah. you know, so it's just, yeah, it's just so it's it, different. It, it is yeah. a little bit a lot, different a lot of people, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, off the top of my head, I think mentorship is, can be less frequent. So okay. it can be a one-on-one like mentorship. Hey, here's something I do that helps me um, be engaged when I'm reading the Bible. Why don't you try this out? Right. Mm-hmm. But then I have my discipleship group your... that meets every week. Mm-hmm. And I think you can even mentor somebody outside your group. Like right. That sure. doesn't have to. Yeah. Inside right. the group also. But I, that that would be kind of my answer would be men- yeah. mentoring does not have to be as frequent. Right, exactly. Yeah. And it's typically probably going to be pouring into somebody. Like, let me help. Let me help bring someone along versus discipleship is just as much for you oh, as it mm-hmm. is for anybody else. The idea is that it's a yeah. group of people that are all trying to be more spiritually mature tomorrow than we are today. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so it's not like, hey, I'm I'm a leader. It's not like I'm teaching a class. You know, that's what it's a lot of people get confused and think, well, it's well, how is it different than your small group or your Sunday school class? <laughs> right. Well, exactly. it's very different. You know, right. it's it's not a teacher right. and and people <laughs> listening. It's right. we're all in one boat doing the same thing, just trying to have a deeper walk with Christ. Right. I, I like that. Though. Like that's a, I don't know that I've ever compared those two before, but I, I mean, I think maybe we need both. Your discipleship group, you're filling yourself up, building yourself up along with the rest of the group. Yeah. And then mentoring, you're building them up. You're filling your cup up to go fill somebody else's somebody else. cup. Yeah, mm. I agree. Yeah. I think it was Robbie Gallaty that I think he said, you know, it's like we all need like different relationships in our life. Like we need a, a Paul, a Barnabas, and a Timothy. You know, mm-hmm. the idea is that it's, it's there's someone that's kind of like pouring into our life a little bit. There's mm-hmm. a Barnabas who's on a similar level, like a friend who's keeping mm-hmm. us accountable and we're encouraging each other. And then a Timothy that we're trying to bring along. It's like we, right. you need all phases theoretically yeah. in the spiritual life. Good way to put it. And that's a misconception that I might have had before is that discipleship is more there's a person and he's pouring out mm. and not getting it back. So that's that's mm. really good that it's not just for you to pour out to others, it's for you, for you to get 
poured into as well. Yeah. So I think a, a classic example, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. You're, you're there to build each other up, make mm-hmm. each other stronger. For sure. Yeah. What was it uh, we were talking about? Uh, oh, Ryan, we'll, we'll ask you. You guys like sports. Ryan asked a question last week. How many jersey numbers did Michael Jordan have? Mm. What, what do you think? I'm thinking two, wasn't it? Two? 23 and 45. Andrew? Are you talking about basketball I was jersey like, numbers? I was do, we, do, we, do we cross sports? <laughs> we we yeah. did ask that question, okay. and, and we'll – Basketball, baseball, it's like we'll, oh, yeah. we'll, baseball. basketball, he, I think baseball. it was forty-five in baseball too, right? So I I'm can thinking, re- I can only recall two. Yeah. So he had four. Okay. And four. He had four. Twenty-three, forty-five. There was one game where his jersey got ripped, and he had a oh, another gosh. number okay. <laughs> that he had to play with in that game. Twelve. Uh, and then the Olympics, he wore number nine in the Olympics. Okay. Yeah. All right. I forgot. So about we were that. talking about that, and it took um, collective a collective <laughs> to to get we we got the right answer, but we had to talk through it because we said, "What did he wear any other numbers in college?" Right. Somebody uh, Zach brought up, I think the the game where the jersey jersey got torn. I brought up the Olympics, and we kind of oh okay well kind of worked at it effort. together, and we it got is. to four. Yeah. And and then once we stopped recording, Ryan's like, "Man, y'all did good. Uh, you know, I didn't think you guys would get that, but you, mm-hmm. you know, you all came together." And I was like, "Cord of three strands is not easy, easily <laughs> broken." <laughs> exactly. There you go. And they're like, "Man, bringing out the deep, <laughs> deep Bible verses." And I'm nice. Like, yeah. But we weren't rolling. It didn't count. We're rolling now, so yeah. it's good. <laughs> Which is why I brought it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need credit for that. That's yeah. right. But iron yeah. sharpens iron. I got credit for that there one. I had to get credit for the Michael Jordan one. Boom. That's good. There we go. Great. Yeah. Got it. You talked about biblical examples earlier. Do you have one off the top of your head that you could share, like disciple act of discipleship in the Bible? Well, one of the the ones that I've always enjoyed looking at is kind of Jesus's model. And, you know, I think it's, I think it's interesting that he does a couple of things. One, I think it's interesting that he calls 12 guys uh, to be apostles or disciples. I think that's, incredibly cool that he does that and that he entrusts the message of the gospel into their hands, essentially. I mean, of all the ways that you would get your message out, (laughs) if you said, okay, there's a thousand ways you can do that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get 11, 12 guys, excuse me, and I'm going to have them pass it around. You know, I mean, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't sound like something anybody would do. It sounds like it would, it would be, it would be doomed to fail, but he knew what he had invested in them. And then if you take it one step further, and Jesus didn't just have like his group of 12, he had an inner circle mm-hmm. where he had three guys that he was pouring into even more with Peter, James, and John. And mm-hmm. I, that's to me one of the things that I've always thought maybe that was like a glimpse of like what a little bit of a deeper level of accountability, what we might call discipleship might even just look like mm-hmm. is that close knit bond and where we can take things and we can go even a step further. You know, I've got a really good group here, but I'm going to have an inner circle in my life. Mm. And that's kind of maybe what discipleship is. is it's kind yeah. of like, it's just your inner circle yeah. of people. Not only 12 guys, but just 12 regular guys. Untrained. Untrained, not in positions of real power or, mm-hmm. or anything by and large, you know, uh, just 12 regular people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thinking about 
you know, a strategy and, and having a purpose and, and things of that nature. Um, I always think back of, of like Jesus's ministry and it wasn't haphazard. You know, he's our yeah. ultimate example. And you look, every single thing that he did was calculated. He wasn't just journeying through a village. He was journeying to find a person, <laughs> you know, like it's right. just yeah. it's beautiful the way that you watch that unfold. It might seem haphazard to right. someone who's like on the outside looking in, but yeah. like Jesus has a plan, a oh, strategy for right. what he's doing and why he's doing it. Yeah. You know, he's got a plan for why he's going to show up to Lazarus's tomb, yeah. you know, after yeah. he's passed. You right. know, he could have right. done that a thousand different ways, but he waited because he had a plan. And I just think Jesus had a strategy. Mm-hmm. It was specific. And then we wonder, like, why, why shouldn't we? Uh, you know, <laughs> why, right. why, why don't we have strategies? Yeah, I mean, he's our ultimate example. So many times True. we just think, ah, I'll figure it out, yeah, you know? Just it's, wing it. Yeah, and it's, <laughs> Jesus wasn't winging it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And oh, so I sure. just think that that's just, it's, for me, it just enforces that, that should be our daily life. It should be strategic, you know, and sometimes that means building in. I'm, I'm really bad about getting busy. And so, you know, we talked about possibly missing things. You know, we talk, want to put into practice today. All right, I mm-hmm. want to put into practice what God has shown, what God's putting on my heart. And then what happens next? I get busy. Mm-hmm. I get doing all of these things. And so, like, sometimes I have to schedule not doing something. Okay, mm. so I'm going to get really busy. So whatever that time might be, I'm going to schedule to not do something <laughs> at 3 Because what if God wants yeah. me to do something? I've been so busy, I've missed it, you know? Mm, yeah. So I have to almost like schedule a chance to breathe for a second, yeah. look around. Maybe I walk to get a coffee or whatever it might be in that moment, and I have a chance to see, all right, God, is there anything that you want from me now? Let me just breathe for a second because I, I want to be intentional. And if I'm not careful, I won't be. Mm, that is... That's spot on. Man, you talk yeah. about some free chicken. That is some, <laughs> man, that is a great, great piece of wisdom right there. I mean, that is. Because yeah. all of it, like today's world is super easy to get distracted. Four of us sitting at this state, we all four have phones. Yep, right. Yeah. Right? Like these things are great because you can schedule, you can make notes, you can, do, but so distracting at the same time. Like, oh, gosh. Yeah. Yes. So easy to get busy. And I mean, I think. There is technology allows us to be more busy right oh, yeah. because it's so e- everything is so easy well i can mm-hmm. i can work my job you know for these hours and then i can do this and then i can do this and you know mm. man it's so easy to get distracted and I, I don't know if i said this on here before but i was talking to somebody recently and we're talking about peace and war and all that i said you know i don't know that there will ever be peace like in this world but if there was, if it was some kind of sci-fi movie where the entire world is united, I think that would be horrible for the kingdom of God because you're not, you know, you take away all that stress and, and unknown stuff, and now it's, well, I'm relying on me. I got everything under control. Oh, I got mm-hmm. nothing yeah. nothing to worry about. I don't need God. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. He just never called us to be comfortable. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. our human nature. He, he tells us we yeah. will not. We yeah. will be persecuted. Yeah. We, we, we want comfort for some reason. It's right. just it's in our nature. Yeah. But that's that's not his design yeah. by any stretch. Yeah. No. If you are comfortable, then you're doing something wrong. No, mm-hmm. no. It's time yeah, to get yeah, it's time, right. to get, time to get out of the boat. Yeah, that's it what is. it is. Yeah, that is. There is peace. Very, very true. In in God and peace yeah. if you're following his will and peace that doesn't make sense in the world. You're like, I should not be comfortable right now. Like all these things are happening to me, but man, I just have a great peace. And I mean, that's coming from God. You know, it doesn't make sense in the world, but right. he gives us peace in him that I got this. Yeah. 
you know, just keep walking. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah I very got, true. I I'm sure you. having that group, I'm sure, is, I mean, like we said, the busyness, I'm sure Satan attacks. Oh, he attacks it all the time. Completely. Oh, without he a says, doubt. oh, just yeah. don't meet. Don't yeah. meet this week or don't read or whatever. Nobody else is reading everything. So that's just having that accountability, I'm sure. Will. And there was something you hit on earlier that I was going to say the same thing of, you know, just checking that box of, uh, let me just read the Bible or let me just, let me, let me read it and get this over with, check this mm-hmm. box or pray and check this box. I mean, we're in spiritual warfare every single day, right. whether we acknowledge it or not, we are. And those are, well, I read my Bible. So Satan will tell you, like, oh, yeah, you read your Bible, you're good. That's enough. Yeah. You got nothing from it. Right. right. But you feel like you did right. something because you read yeah. your Bible. Like, right. That's true. He is attacking you even through that. I mean, he quoted Scripture to Jesus when he was tempting Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, mm-hmm. he is going to use things that seem good or seem like they're from God to attack us and actually pull us away from God. Right. And yeah. I guess the thing that, that maybe helps a little bit with that is that I, I don't ever have any idea technically if anyone else in the group read the scripture i don't get a notification right (laughs) they logged into their bible app you know there's nothing like that that's next yeah yeah um so there's so i I technically don't know but what i do know is if anyone has something to share or not Mm -hmm. that's you can't you can't fake that right if you've got a journal if you don't have a journal uh, you know and and you can't get one without reading (laughs) and without taking some time to see all right what is god saying in this passage so The accountability is only on what did you glean from it side. It's not mm-hmm. did you check a box because you might have read one chapter and gotten something great out of it. You got something to share. You might not have read the rest, yeah. and that's right. okay. Like yeah. for me, and I tell a lot of the guys in my group, this is I don't want boxes to check, right. and so I don't want it to ever become that. Mm-hmm. So if you don't get to all of your readings, or maybe you did and you missed the song for that week, or whatever the case might be, or you know, you didn't read the chapter of the book, you know, it's okay. You don't need to even tell me about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But show up with what you did do right. and show up with how God spoke through those things. For sure. And that yeah. you can share. That's oh, enough. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That was kind of, I mean, kind of going back to the mentality I was saying earlier of, well, I'm not going to do this or I'm going to check this box because I don't want to enter this question in a negative way or, mm-hmm. or, you know, it's just checking a box. It's not, yeah. it's not getting something out of it from God, you know, being diligent with my time and seeking him. What are you saying to me, God, mm-hmm. you know, take right. my voice out, let your voice be heard kind of thing. Yeah. It's the same. So I've, I'm also very passionate about worship. You guys, you guys know this. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. And so, so for those of, those of yeah. you that don't know Andrew, he is a great worship leader. has has yes. led many people, many different places, playing music, singing, doing doing a lot of lot of great things. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that, and it's it's probably the number one passion of my life, just because so often God speaks to me through music, and He uses that in a variety of ways to help grow me and push me and just bring me closer to Him. But one of the things that I'm often burdened by is to worship and not just sing. Because I think for a lot of a lot of times in my own life, similar to checking a box, I can read a scripture passage and gain nothing out of it. I can sing a song and gain nothing out of it if I'm not careful. Mm-hmm. If I'm on autopilot, I can sing words. And it can <laughs> look like it can look like worship. But yeah. if my heart's not stirred, it's not. Oh, you know, yeah, I, exactly. I can have no connection. And so wow. I, I that's one of the things that I, I try to push myself with is okay, I don't want just empty singing i can Mm -hmm. do that i I want worship is what i want that's the goal and so again uh, similar to not checking a box i don't want to just sing Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah. I want to worship. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't want to rob anybody, but don't get too deep into that because we've already talked about it. That's another podcast episode. We're oh, coming sorry. back <laughs> with, My apologies. with, with uh, <laughs> a- Andrew and, and hopefully his sister, one there's of his a lot, sisters. There's a lot as more well. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. But, yes. Uh, yes. Teaser. There's your teaser we're right dope, there. Man. So uh, Keep on un- unpacking in, stuff. Yeah. Every time he comes on, man, <laughs> it just keeps it, on. In a couple weeks, we, we've already <laughs> talked to talk to his sister she knows oh, yeah. she's on the hook she's for coming. sure one of his what what long, ryan, long as ryan, long as ryan can get her name ryan right. called her the wrong name i can't remember will, will ryan even be present i, I feel Maybe. like he's gonna oh. be too ashamed <laughs> to step <laughs> in here for that one we, he's gonna feel Brooklyn. bad he's gonna be cowering from outside him. the room we we yeah. may call her or call ryan if he's not here that day we'll call him on the phone and <laughs> yes ridicule him virtually but yeah yeah brooklyn her name is brooke Brooklyn's. he called her brooklyn yes yeah. Yes. Yeah. Goodness Ryan's gracious. hopefully napping right now. No, uh, we'll nah, no way. There's no He's way. Got busy. Uh, He's got they, a busy. They went out. So nice. Ryan, Don, we love you guys. They are actually heading to the hospital in a few hours. They are. To uh, be in due. Uh, let's see. Uh, be like, there they three. got about five, six yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. I hope they hours. slept last night. Yes. The yeah. night of, there, yeah. there's no oh, sleeping. No. Yeah. He's like, I'll get a nap. Yeah. Well, sure you will, buddy. So yeah. Don text short memory she, from yeah, last yeah, time. Exactly. I mean, you should know these things. You should. You should know these things. This, this is yeah. round two, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Don sent me a text <laughs> earlier that they were dropping Lily off with Don's sister, and then they Ryan and Don were going to go out and eat, and then they were going to go home, and she was going to pack her bag, her hospital bag. Gotcha. So oh, boy. I doubt no they nap. are. Uh, no, no, not no. not yet. Anyway, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. There's too much adrenaline yeah. flowing. Oh, and, yeah. yeah, So yeah. as we record this right now, it is 8:40 at night in the evening. 8:40 in the evening, they have to leave their house at 3 a.m. Right, mm. 3 a.m. Or young. I think they're, they're waking young. up. They're young. They can do that. <laughs> they're either waking up at 3 a.m. or leaving <laughs> their house at 3 a.m. One or the other. So one, I got a question because it's something I've I've thought about recently as well. But if you have to get up extra early and there's pressure, like you have to be at your mm-hmm. hospital appointment, do you mm-hmm. find it harder to fall asleep? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. you start thinking about it. I know I do. Yeah, I mean, your mind starts running and the fear. Did I pack just, this? Uh, yeah. Did I pack that? Yeah. Am I going to oversleep? Yeah. If there's that's like me. a hard yeah. that like if. If I ever have to don't fly often, but if I have like a catch a flight or something, those those are the worst nights. Yeah, for you to yeah. try to get some rest because you just think it's gonna yeah, things gonna, gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. In in set like multiple alarms. A previous po- <laughs> uh, profession of mine where I had a lot of deadlines, a lot like you get used to it and you can sleep. But I was also really just taking naps, so I get like a three hour nap. Go do something. Come, gotcha. come back. Get like mm-hmm. another three, four hour nap, and then go. You know, but but yeah. it wasn't like a deep sleep. Maybe no, no. no. But yeah, absolutely. like for me, it's yeah the anticipation and the yeah. I, I don't want to oversleep. I don't want to yeah. do this, and yeah, you just end up sleeping terrible. Even yeah. if I block, all right, I got eight hours. Yeah. I'm gonna get. <laughs> oh, like, <laughs> oh, dude, I slept for yeah. two hours. I laid <laughs> there, toss and turn. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. But uh, Andrew, man, thanks for coming back. Um, we already know you're coming back again. So uh, open yeah. invitation. You can come back anytime. But uh, appreciate right. that. Yeah, sure. it was fun. We're gonna do some music stuff here in a couple weeks. I think next week we have a very exciting guest lined up. Um, so stay tuned. We're not even gonna tell you. That's the only teaser you get. But come back <laughs> next week. Something we have not talked about ever before. So there you go. Oh boy, very excited Big about teaser. that one. Yeah. 
I'd like to get another, give another hint, but I don't know if I can. No, don't, never, don't, never don't talked do about it, it before. Do it. You need to that. drop a hint. This, this person has never yeah. been a guest on this podcast before. Okay, um, has been a, a public speaker in very many places, lots and lots of places. Uh, will probably be the smartest person in the room that day. Probably. That's not. That's not saying. Much. Yeah. That's not saying much. <laughs> but uh, that's easy. You have yeah, to build them up with some other. Yeah, that's easy money right yeah. there, man. Are you uh, kidding but me? We are going to uh, just reach new expanses and all kinds of That's crazy. Really good, careful, That's really good. Yeah. That's a yeah. good hint. I like so, that. <laughs> next week, come back. But, uh, Andrew, thanks so much. Brooke. Appreciate Absolutely. it. This was, uh, this, was great. this was great. great. Thank you, Andrew. Good conversation. And, uh, looking forward to when you and Brooke will be back. And uh, Brandon, thanks for stepping in. Mr. Gerald behind the scenes, thanks for stepping in. We're Thank still you, on the – Absolutely. On the producer uh, tryouts and auditions, but uh, he he did great. So nothing caught on <laughs> he's, fire. He's a professional. He is. He a professional. Yes, he is. That's true. true. Top shelf. Um, we we don't always put people on the spot, but you want you want to close us out tonight with a Bible verse? Absolutely. I, I think maybe if you go with the one you already read, that'd be great. Yeah, mm-hmm. be happy to. All right, Matthew twenty eight nineteen. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Mm. Mm. Amen. So we hope you got a lot of good tips for uh, uh, how to become a disciple, how to help others become a disciple, but be in a discipleship group. And if you're not, start one. Grab some people, start it out. If you're in one, maybe change it up. Maybe you're doing something great, and we'd like to hear that too. Let us know how we can be better. So Have a plan. Have a plan. Have there a plan. That's right. <laughs> Check out the website. Drop us some uh, mail on there, mailroom at gps2god.com, and uh, we'll see you guys and gals next week. Yeah. I mean, you know, Zach could have got us a real jersey, but he got us one from uh, basketball he camp. He got you a camp yeah. jersey. You're right. Camp the problem jersey, is you have man. to explain it every time. Yeah. Nobody yeah. knows that's an Andrew Nobody Wiggins jersey. Does. No. Yeah. It, it comes with a, comes with a story. That, yeah. I mean, that could be like a Walmart team. Could like, yeah, could have been a retro upward yeah. jersey. Yeah, this could know. be the yeah. Williams basketball camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Williamson Big County. Yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wilson County. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yep. We hope you're enjoying GPS to God. Rate, review, and subscribe across every platform you use. Help us spread the word by telling your friends and family to watch, listen, and subscribe.